Welcome to the Renewed by Truth podcast. Do you struggle with feelings of unworthiness, self-doubt, or just feeling like you are not enough? Do you want to make more of an impact for God's kingdom, but have beliefs that hold you back? Trust me, I have been there. If you are plugging in here today, this is not another self-help podcast, but one steeped in biblical truth. I will help you overcome limiting beliefs, find your true identity in Christ, and live out your God-given purpose. My name is Candy Creech, and this is the Renewed by Truth podcast. Let's get started. Welcome back, friends, to the Renewed by Truth podcast. I'm your host, Candy Creech, and this week we're going to continue on our topic about the armor of God. So I'm excited about this week. Of course, I probably say that every week, but I love talking about the Word of God and helping you grow in that. So another way before we get started to help you grow is to join our free Facebook community. It's just about connection. Our group in there has been doing a 28-day devotional on finding your identity in Christ. So I really want you to look at the show notes and find the group and join that. Also, you know, send me a friend request on Facebook or click follow. I'm also on Instagram. I have to be completely honest. I am not the best at being consistent on Instagram. It's just a different different thing for me. So you can find me more, more about me and everything on Facebook. And of course, you can visit my website. So so be sure and do that. And if you missed the, if you're catching this episode and you missed our first two episodes on the Armor God, you definitely want to pop back over there and watch that. I think it was episode 35 and 36. So, so this week we are talking about feet fitted with the readiness that comes with the gospel of peace. But I want to go back and read with you. And if you can't read right now, if you can just kind of every week, you may feel like that's so repetitive reading over the same thing, but that's what helps get it into your heart, maybe even memorize it. But if you don't memorize it, you'll start remembering the pieces to it, and God will bring those to your heart and to your mind when you need them. And so that's why it's so important to instill these words in your heart. So we're going to go back to Ephesians, let's see, chapter 6, and we're going to start with verse 12. It says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against the rulers, authorities, against the power of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. That's the first thing. Like We have to remember that that's where our struggle is. That's who it's against, and we can't forget that because sometimes we want to fight each other, like especially husband and wife, right? We really want to fight each other. We want to fight with our kids. We want to fight with other people around us, but that's really not where our struggle is, and we have to remember So it says, because of this, because that's where your struggle is, anytime you see therefore in the Bible, like if you just go pick out a verse and you read therefore, you have to ask yourself, what is this there for? And you go back to the verses above it. Maybe you have to read like the whole chapter above it to get the context because he's saying, hey, you're, you're fighting against all this other stuff. So because of that, this is what you need to do is what he's saying. Therefore, put on the full armor of God. So that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm. And so it means, hey, we got to be ready. We got to know what to do. So we got to put on that full armor of God. So we talked about standing firm with the belt of truth buckled around your waist and how important it is to know truth. And to separate real truth from our emotions. And we talked about that the first week. And the second week, we talked about 
with the breastplate of righteousness in place and what that righteousness looked like in our lives. And then today in verse 15, it says, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Okay. So I want to talk about that. So first we're kind of talking about the armor of a soldier, of a Roman soldier. Well, when you put the shoes on of a Roman soldier, they were cleats basically. So some of you probably played baseball. You had cleats before. So you understand what that is. So what do the cleats do? They help you stand firmly, right? They help you kind of dig in. So when you think about that, I just thought about in terms of our own self, right? We Do you walk around your house with no shoes on, right? Inside, you don't wear shoes. But when you get ready to go somewhere, you get ready. You put your shoes on and you get ready. So I think about like when we're inside, we're more relaxed, right? But when we go out, we have to protect ourselves. We have to protect our feet. So putting those shoes on is that symbol of, hey, we got to get ready, okay? And the gospel of peace is our protection. When we have Jesus in our life, isn't it more peaceful? Even when we're going through hard things, we have peace. And also, we're not in opposition to God. When we have Jesus, then we belong to God. Before we have Jesus, and I'm telling you, if you're listening to this and you don't understand the plan of salvation, you don't understand what true salvation is, maybe you have a false hope hope that you're believing right now because somebody's told you something that wasn't true. If you are not believing in Jesus in your heart, you do not understand that He came as the Son of God. He is God that he died on the cross for your sins, and in three days he was raised up. And that is how you get to God. That is how you have a relationship with God is through Jesus, and it is the only way. And there's nothing that you have to do. You don't have to work there to get your, you don't have to be good. You don't, you don't say that I'm a good person and, and I'm going to go to heaven. No, it has to be through Jesus. But there's nothing you have to do to work to get to God or work to get to heaven. You just believe in your heart. And if you don't have that, then you are living under Satan. You are of this world, which Satan is of this world, and you're living under him, and you're living in opposition to God. So you don't have peace. You don't have peace in your life because you don't have Jesus in your heart, and you're living in opposition to God. So I want you to think about that when it talks about the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. But because we do, like if you have Jesus in your heart— and you're not living in opposition to God because you have this, then you have a firm footing. You have a firm foundation. And that's what those cleats would do, right? Give you that firm foundation. So the gospel of peace gives you a firm foundation in the world. So when things are going crazy in the world, right? Like we have things going, has, it's the last two years has been absolutely craziness in our world. You should still have a certain peace because you know God is on your side and you know the end. God is the winner, in the end, you know where you're going if you die. You know that he's going to take care of you while you're here. Even in times of trouble, he's going to take care of you. So that should give you peace going into battle. Like you've already won going into battle. So let's talk about, okay, you, so you have the firm foundation, right? Let's talk about going, okay? So as women, we need to study so our foundation is strong, okay? So we don't lose our footing. And, and I'm saying women, we all need to study women and men, but I know that my podcast is geared towards women and that's, you know, that's who listen. So it doesn't matter if you're a teenager. It doesn't matter if you're a young adult. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, in your middle, 
midlife or if you're a granny or whatever it is, God is always calling us to study and to be ready so we can have a good foundation and we don't lose our footing. And then because the gospel is the good news, well, what good news is meant to be shared? When you have good news, don't you go share it with someone? But the question is, how do we share it? Where do we share it? So sometimes when we talk about sharing the gospel with others, I don't know about you, but for me, it kind of makes me a little nervous because I think, oh, what if I say the wrong thing? Um, how do I bring it up? How do I share the gospel with them? So I want to tell you some things that I've learned to kind of um, help with those worries a little bit. Sometimes we get caught up in like the big thing, like, oh, I have to go be a missionary, or I have to be an evangelist, or I have to stand on the street corner and and say that Jesus is king, right? I don't know. Maybe God called people to do that, right? Of course he did. It may, may, maybe he called you to do it, but I'm talking about probably more than likely, 90% of you listening, he called you first to be an example, letting your friends see that you look different, Okay, when they ask you to go places and maybe you turn them down, it's because your life is different and you're called to do something different. Maybe there's certain situations that you stay away from. Um, Maybe there's commitments that you have that other people don't understand. Like, oh, why can't you go do this today? Well, I have a commitment to a ministry. I have a commitment to church. I have a commitment to a Bible study. Maybe as a mom raising up your kids in, in God's way. I mean, that's sharing the good news of the gospel, you're teaching your kids, which is a priority for us as moms, being kind, respectful, and loving towards your husband. That's an example of sharing the good news, sharing that you have that peace with God. You're being an example to others around you when they see you acting in a kind way, because that's not what the world does. Remember, the world is self-centered, so it isn't always kind. Sometimes it's kind in an outward way, but the minute someone is threatened, the minute their money's threatened, their ego, pride, all those things are threatened, then they totally change. So you you have to watch out for that. And that's not the same for people that have Jesus. We're not threatened by those things. And I'm, I don't know why I'm throwing this in here, but I just felt led to um, when I was writing this down. And I feel like as I write things down for my podcast and take notes, that it's like, I feel like the Holy Spirit kind of flows through the pen sometimes because I'll write and I'm like, wait, 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 what? I, so I wrote down, you know, like being kind to your husband, everything. But then I wrote down mother-in-law and I got to thinking, oh, I looked down and said, why did I write that down? I have the most amazing mother-in-law, mother-in-law I have the most amazing mom. I'm so thankful for both of them. But I know that a lot of people don't have that. But also, even if that is, if they are not kind to you as a Christian woman, how can you show kindness to them? And how can you build that relationship? And then any others around you, how can you show that? That is showing, that's being an example. That is sharing the gospel because this is what people do when they see people that are kind in situations that probably don't deserve kindness sometimes. Then people go, wow, they're different. There's something different about them. They have this peace in their life that I would like to have. And that's sharing the good news. But then, of course, we don't want to stop there, right? Talking to people about God that God put in your path. So it isn't like we're going out and like trying to find those people. Just pray every day like, God, open my eyes because he puts people in our path, but sometimes we're so busy we don't see it. Or maybe that person that he put in your path comes in. I've seen this happen to myself. I've seen it happen to my husband at work. 
they have a chip on their shoulder, they're mad about something, and they come in, and things that we can say to them can change that, and it can turn the conversation around to God, to sharing the gospel with them. This is the thing I realized. This used to make me nervous. Like, I would pray, God, you know, if I can share the gospel with somebody or pour into somebody today, you know, keep my eyes open to that. But in the same time, my heart's kind of pounding. I think, oh my goodness, what if I, how do I do that? What if it's weird? What if I say the wrong thing? But this is what I've learned. If you will just open your eyes and trust God, the Holy Spirit will give you what you need to say when you need to say it. And it's okay if you don't know. If somebody asks you something and you don't know the answer, go get with them. Go to somebody that knows the answer. Open the Word of God so you will know the answer. But this is something I want you to remember also. In 2 Timothy 4.2, it says, Preach the Word. Be prepared in season and out of season. That means that we, you know, for years and years and years, I was leading my family, my kids. I was teaching at church a little bit, but I really wasn't doing other things because God wasn't ready for me to do that yet because he was, I was out of season and he was preparing me during that, during that time. It's kind of like when you're training for a sport, right? Like I always think about because football season's starting. So what did these kids do at high school? Now, they didn't do that when I went to high school. That's how long ago it was. But what do they do? They go up there and they work out, what, two times a day? Every day, practically all summer long is what, what I've heard. And I thought, wow, they're really preparing. So when the season starts, they're ready. They're ready to face their opponent. And that's what we have to do. We have to prepare out of season, and then we have to continue to prepare when we're in season. After this, you just trust God. He's going to give you the words to say. He's going to give you everything you need when it's time. And I'm telling you, you, want, you would rather depend on God than yourself, or at least I would. I think I'm never going to say the right things, but I know with God, He can use me and He can speak through me, okay? So since we're talking about fighting against Satan, Satan is always going to try to trip you up when it comes to spreading the good news because he don't want the good news spread. He don't want there to be peace in your life. He don't want other people to look at you and go, wow, there's something they have I don't have. There's something different about them, okay? And this is what he's going to say. He's going to tell you you don't know enough. You don't know enough to do that. He's going to remind you of your past sins. Who are you? Look what you did. You have no right to talk to anybody. He's going to make you doubt. He's going to put this uncertainty in your life. Let me tell you something that he can get in your head because Satan wants you to be so busy and he will trick you. He will trick you into saying, into hearing. This is what he'll trick you into hearing. That you go to church on Sunday morning and the pastor's standing up there and he says, we got to serve in the church. We have hardly anybody that serves here. We need more people to work here. And Satan will trick you and say, oh, he's talking to you. He's talking to you. You better go go do something else. You better go do something else. And then what happens is you are so incredibly busy and burn out that your relationship with God suffers because you don't have time to do that. Your family suffers because you don't have your priorities in order and you're not doing those things. And that's what Satan will do. He will make you think that God is saying, you have to do more for me. You have to do more. You have to do more. And that is not the truth. So be careful. Don't be persuaded by words. Okay? You have to be in the Word so you know what God says. And pray about everything before you do it. Don't do it because you think somebody else expects you to do it. Don't fall into that trap, okay? God planted you right where you are, and your relationship with Him is first. 
that's in the Bible. Like your relationship with God has to be first. You have to have time for that first and then serve who God has placed in front of you, who he's put in your path, whatever ministry he's called you to do today. But don't get so busy in serving doing other things because you feel like you have to, that you're missing out on your relationship with God and what he really called you to do. And I see this all the time. I I did it. I mean, I know because I did it. So I just want you to be ready with this part of the armor of God. Be ready. Share the good news. Live it out. Live it out and sharing it. And any doubt that you have about it, comes from Satan. Any doubt that you have about sharing the gospel comes from Satan. So I want you to remember that today. So I hope that you have a great week. Before you go, don't forget to leave me a review. It really helps reach more people with our podcast. Always send me a private message. My heart, I think I cry every time I get a message from somebody. I got two last week and I always feel like that helps me to know what I'm talking about is reaching you. And that's that's what I need. I need that confirmation. I'm walking in obedience to God. I'm doing what he called me to do. And I think that those messages from you guys is like his little, I don't know. It's like that confirmation to me from God that says yes. And um, it's like he knows I need that. And I so appreciate that because I do want to know that the words that God is using through me, that it is reaching you guys. So I hope you all have an amazing week. Before you go, I would love to hear from you. Hop over to my Instagram and send me a direct message. I respond to all of them personally, and I would love to meet you. If you have felt blessed by today, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review. Take a screenshot of your review or this podcast episode, share to your story and tag me, and I'll give you a shout out. Together, we can help women renew their mind with biblical truth. I drop a new episode every Monday morning, so see you next week.